Hey everybody, it's Eric Torenberg, co-founder, partner of Village Global, a network-driven venture firm. And this is Venture Stories, a podcast covering topics relating to tech and business with world-leading experts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Village Global's Venture Stories. I'm here today joined by a very special guest, Andrew Yu. Andrew is running the newly announced On Deck Product Management Fellowship. Uh, Andrew, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Eric. So glad to be here. Excited. Why don't you uh, define what is uh, ODPM and uh, how did you uh, come to, to lead it? Yeah, absolutely. So ODPM, On Deck Product Management, is an eight-week remote program for experienced product managers who want to not only accelerate their careers, um, but want to do more. They want to do more of their experience and their expertise. Um, and they want to do this through networking, uh, skills, skill-based applied learning, uh, and productizing their experience. So, um, and then a little bit about how I got involved is um, uh, really, th- you know, Ondex been around. It's uh, it's all the buzz right now, right? It's uh, uh, If you're on Twitter, um, you can't miss it. And so I've been pretty active on Twitter, came through a referral through a friend of mine, Lenny, uh, and... Uh, you know, just a, a bunch of other connections that way. So yeah, that's, um, that's a little bit about the program and how I got here. Thanks to, uh, thanks to Lenny Richitsky for, for making that possible. The, uh, why don't you give a brief background of, of your journey? Um, and, 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 and I think it's, it, it's powerful because it's such a, you know, sort of diverse journey of, of experiences and it, it will inform some of the things that will happen in ODPM as well in terms of exploring. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, I'm, I didn't start off as a product manager, right? Like a lot of PMs um, had a different way of getting into the game. The industry at the time when I joined early 2010s, uh, there was no set way of becoming a product manager. There still isn't. Um, and so I initially had studied liberal arts in school. Uh, I wanted to become a product manager because I'd read a lot of Paul Graham's writings, actually. So shout out Paul Graham. Um, and at that time, I uh, learned that I needed to learn how to code. And so that is how I got into it. Very difficult back in the day, but uh, eventually made that transition. And my first startup, worked at a couple more startups, transitioned to more full-time product management roles, uh, and then eventually made it to LinkedIn, where I learned a ton of just some of the best world-class practices of how to run product at scale. I love my team uh, and uh, still really close friends with a lot of them. And uh, eventually left, uh, not because of anything wrong or anything like that. It's just that I wanted to see what else more uh, was out there that I could do with my product management skill set. Um, and so this was uh, during uh, this was last year during the election. And sure enough, I was able to work on the Biden campaign as a product manager. After that, worked on uh, the inauguration as a product manager. And that already just started giving me more ideas of like, hey, you know, there's so much that you can do with this skill set. Very flexible, very durable. After that, I started consulting. I still do consulting work. Uh, as a product manager. And so all that is to say, it's just such a, a flexible, adaptable, exciting skill set that I think a lot of us don't even, uh, haven't really even scratched the surface of um, in terms of experienced product managers and and just what the future has in store for all of us. Yeah. Talk a little bit about uh, how this program uh, differs from other sort of, uh, you know, programs for a similar audience. Yeah, absolutely. So I think when we talk about any kind of program and bringing folks together with a, a specific skill set. Uh, there's a couple ways to talk about it. Uh, so first is there's definitely going to be a lot of skills-based learning. So we're going to have a lot of hands-on workshops. Uh, got a nice roster of guest speakers. So excited to announce them. 
uh, lined up. Uh, we're going to be having a fireside chat. So that's all great and well. Um, but I think really the secret sauce of this program uh, is going to be in uh, what I call the intentional and very structured networking. And this is in line with Ondex vision and, and mission uh, to really connect uh, the world's most ambitious people. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to have a lot of intentional networking sessions that are going to be based on specialization. Um, they're going to be topic-based uh, by week. Uh, individuals are also going to be assigned into what we call mastermind groups, where these are basically going to be, I call it your personal board of advisors by the time you leave, so that whenever you have a problem at work, a specific product problem, uh, a challenge, and you need to talk to someone, and you want to brainstorm and you want to workshop it, this is going to be your group. Uh, as we all know, product management is a very isolating uh, and lonely job sometimes. And sometimes you can't even find that support at work just because of the hecticness. And so having that network and having that group is going to be really powerful. So that's that's another special sauce. So even beyond that, um, the real uh, differentiator of this program is going to be the ability for product management fellows to be able to interact with and network and connect with other fellows from all the other programs that OnDeck has to offer. So if you think of uh, the founders program, if you think of scale, uh, VC, angels, and things like that, a lot of which are natural progressions for a lot of product managers. We're actually going to have a lot of guests come in and talk about their transition from product management to something like starting a company or becoming a VC. So uh, that's also going to be really special um, and unique to this program. Uh, and then I know this is a lot, but finally, we're going to have a whole component about productizing yourself. And what that means is that you as an experienced product manager, you have so much expertise, you have so much knowledge, you have so many stories and things that you've shipped uh, under your belt. And you're really capping yourself in a lot of ways if you're not sharing that out in some kind of productized form, which is another way of saying content, right? So whether it be writing, whether it be speaking, whether it be recording all those things and having a, a social media presence, this is going to be the place to do that in a safe and cohortized way. So you're going to have that psychological safety net. You're all going to be doing this together. And by the end of the program, you're going to have published content. You're going to have shared your experience and knowledge to a broader audience. So yeah, really excited for all of that. Talk a little bit about some of the mistakes PM, PMs make in their career or like where do they get stuck as PMs or, or maybe some of the misconceptions people have about how to, how to grow as, as a PM. What, what, what comes to mind there? Yeah, absolutely. So as a product manager, as someone who has been in situations where I felt stuck, this this definitely resonates. So I think one of the mistakes, or you know, I, I don't really want to call it a mistake, but I think one of the constraints that uh, PMs often put on themselves, and speaking as someone who, who has done this myself, is that we think that there's one path to become a product manager. There's a linear career structure it goes, I mean, if, you're, if you've been in the space long enough, you can rattle it off the top of your head. It goes APM, PM, senior PM. And then there's that, that gap. It's like, do you become a GPM, a group product manager? Do you become a PPM? And then maybe if you're lucky, you become a director. Maybe if you're even luckier, you become a, v, a VP. And so I think that that's often what we, we think is available. That's all that's available to us. But there really is so much more that you can do with this with this amazing skill set of sitting at the intersection of design, business, and engineering. And that's what this program aims to do, is to really get a fantastic 
stellar group of experienced product managers to be intensively talking about this in an intentional uh, and thoughtful way. Totally. So, so talk more about what, what, what the nuts and bolts of the program might look like. Yeah. So in true PM fashion, you can think of this as like a two by two grid. So on one axis, you can think of uh, the participation level. So let's say uh, it goes from yourself all the way to everybody. And then another axis is the depth of material. So how deep is the material going to be versus is it going to be more high level in discussion? So if you visualize in your mind's eye, this, uh, this grid, this coordinate, uh, you're basically going to be having a, an, a buffet of options every week across this grid. So just to be more specific, the nuts and bolts. So we're going to have core weekly sessions where we're going to be diving into topics and having fireside chats with industry experts. So you can think of that more of high level, everybody's involved, everybody's intending. Then we're going to have individual uh, workshops based on these topics where you're going to actually be applying some of the lessons that we've talked about. So if we let's pick a topic that we're going to be diving into in week three. So it's working on what matters and solving hard problems, right? Like how do you actually drill into whether or not you know what you're working on what you're working on is what matters to your team and your company. So that's one example of a topic. Then just moving down uh, the list, we are, we're going to have things like discussion clubs, which are basically unstructured sessions around a structured topic where this is optional. Folks can come in, talk about, have a further conversation about the uh, topic of the week. Um, and then you're going to be, you're going to meet weekly with your mastermind group. So this is by specialization. So let's say you're a monetization PM. You're going, to have your, you're going to have your group of other monetization PMs uh, that you meet with every week uh, working on projects and capstones. Imagine you're a B2B PM. Uh, imagine you're a growth PM, same thing. And then you're going to, be have, you're going to have individual uh, assignments. These are all optional, of course. This isn't school per se. But for those who love the tactical aspects of these kind of programs, we're going to have more than enough resources and worksheets that you can uh, apply immediately. Uh, I think one of the principles of this program is going to be that everything that we cover every week, you can take to your team immediately. Like this should be applicable to your current situation, to your uh, company uh, right away. It's it's not theoretical. It's not just uh, discussions. It's actually applicable to your to your role um, in company. So that's just a, a taste of the kind of things that we're going to have. Uh, there's a lot more th- things like socials and networking. Uh, even within the networking, there's going to be intra and inter on deck networking. So, yeah, lots to cover there. What's career advice that you found um, pretty commonly applicable across across PMs as, as they're evolving in their in their career? Yeah, I think the best piece of career advice that I got was it was wrapped into one. Uh, it was that you should be very proactive about how you think about your career, and that no one is going to care about your career more than you. So what that really drills down to when you, if you had to succinctly put it is it's just ownership. It's like taking charge of your career and um, really taking the steps to do something like taking a program like this or putting together a design and a plan of what your career might look like. We have a whole module about career hypotheses and optionality. Um, So yeah, I mean that, that advice has stuck with me the, the entirety of my career it's just very honest. It's like, no one's going to care more than you. So you better take the reins um, and you got to have high agency and it's up to you. But the thing is, it's also very empowering, right? Because what that means is then all of a sudden 
you have the freedom and you have the options to explore whatever you do want, given the fact that you have this amazing skill set of product management. Um, so yeah, that that's what I would say is um, has been the most resonating piece of advice. Totally. And, and how about as people are advancing in their career as PM, like what, when you, you were mentioning optionality, like what, what forks in the road do PMs usually, usually come to and, and any frameworks to help, help think about it? Yeah. So I think the, the, semi, the, the most obvious one, right, is, hey, do I want to be a people manager or do I want to keep being a stellar uh, individual comp- contributor? So there's a lot of tons of really good writing about that. Uh, one of our, our speakers who's coming, Jackie Bavaro, she's written a ton about that, too. But the question there isn't so much about, like, do I want to be a manager or do I want to be an IC, continue to be IC? The real question there is, like, do I want to grow people? Like, is that going to be my life's purpose moving forward, right? So that's one That's one example of a fork in a road. Another one is, do I want to keep working in the specific industry that I'm working in right now? So just to give you an example, a lot of the folks that I've met on the campaign, a lot of the folks that are working on and social impact causes uh, via product management, they're from tech. Like they're, they're former Google people, they're former Facebook people. And when you see people like that, uh, product uh, experienced product managers like that, you, you have this shared language of like, oh, that's the fork in the road that you were in. And you made the decision to say, hey, I should want to see what else I can do with my skill set. And that's not to say you're closing off the path that you just came from, right? They could always go back. Uh, in fact, a lot of the folks I know that I worked with did go back. But that fork in the road is more of a question of like, hey, do I want to do more? Do I want to see how far I can take uh, my skill set? Um, and, you know, our, you know our, our lives are pretty short at the end of the day, right? So I, in my mind, it's like, why wouldn't you? So that's another fork. And uh, yeah, there's a bunch of other ones, right? There's like, hey, how much do I want to specialize in a specific field as a product manager? There's that. There's also like, hey, do I want to even keep doing product management or do I want to switch into something like founding a company or becoming a VC, right? So there's tons of these forks on the road. And I think it's it's really a function of the breadth of uh, disciplines that we get to encounter as a product manager. And, and talk a bit about uh, how the field has evolved, you know, from in, in the last yeah. decade. So that sort of you know, makes this more relevant or, <laughs> or that informs how ODPM is structured. Yeah, absolutely. So the space of PM is evolving very fast. So just to just to take it back a little a couple years, you know, even when I started, there were only there's like XYZ ways to get involved into product management. And uh, you could only really be a product manager for certain there were there were not that many product manager roles, right? Uh, Fast forward to now you have tons of folks coming in from all over the place. Uh, You have MBAs that are funneling into product management roles. You have a lot of management consultants. Uh, you have folks from nonprofits who are coming in, right? So all of that is to say that the space of product management is evolving in, I think, a really good way. And what I mean by that is that product management is now more along the lines of problem solving and delivering. It's it's basically creating and delivering value in an effective way, right? And using all the resources available to you, all the different teams uh, that you work with. And so within the context of ODPM, I think what's really exciting about this is that you know who determines the evolution of product management is product managers. Like no one else is doing that for us. It's not like some company says, hey, we're doing this now. It's like, no, the way that product management evolves is through product managers. And so if we get all the brightest and most experienced and ambitious product managers together, 
to program like this, and we talk about this very intentionally, like, hey, where do we want product management to go in the next five to 10 years? Then I think this is a really good opportunity to do just that, to define the direction. You know, as it stands right now, these conversations are happening. They're happening on Twitter. Saw a really good thread the other day that was like, hey, we need to expand our definition of what product management is. But to have it in this very structured and intentional and intensive way, I think is just going to be, I think it's going to be great. That's a great place to to wrap. So for people who are interested, uh, you know, where can they sign up? Yeah. So if you go to beyonddeck.com and go to programs, we should have a tab there that's product management. It's going to be beyonddeck.com slash PM. So that's it. Awesome. Uh, thanks so much for, co- for coming on, Andrew. It's been a great episode. Yeah. Excited. Thanks, Eric. If you're an early stage entrepreneur, we'd love to hear from you. Check us out at villageglobal.vc.